Pennant International Group, a leading global provider of training technology and integrated product support solutions, has recently announced its final results for the financial year ending 31st of December 2022. Joining me today to discuss the results is CEO Phil Walker and CFO Michael Brinson. Guys, good morning to you. Good morning, Giles. Morning, Giles. Um, just starting with you, Phil, following the release of the annual results on the 26th of April, what do you consider the key highlights for Pennant over the period? Thanks, Giles. Well, I'd like to start by saying it's been an encouraging period for Pennant. If you look back at what we set ourselves a challenge to achieve and what we've shared in RNS and in meetings, everything that we wanted to achieve, we've managed to deliver in this last period. Revenues, margins, I won't steal much some of this much on this today. You can talk to in numbers more detail. But everything we wanted to do has been completed and we've managed to do more. So, I mean, what does that really mean? Results in line, improved performance, the momentum building in the business, and we've enjoyed the third consecutive trading period of reporting a positive EBITDA. Look, we're not getting carried away. The results are not fantastic, but in terms of a journey and a position, we're exactly where we thought we would be, if not slightly ahead. Uh, we've transformed the business mix. Uh, we, you see that in the margin, you see that in the revenues. And again, Mike will talk around that. And we've taken steps to realign the business, the property rationalization, and then the post-period end acquisition, which we talked about on the last director's talk. So overall, in terms of the year, a, a good performance, moving in the right direction. The business was stabilized last year, is now starting to deliver. And we're looking forward to what the next uh, next period will bring. Indeed. Um, it's clear that good progress has been made towards implementing the business transformation to a software and service model. Michael, how has this change been reflected in the financial results? Yes, thanks, Giles. So, um, as Phil mentioned in his in, in his introduction, we've made a material shift in gross margins across the group as the sales and services model um, begins to come through in in the financial results. So, you'll see in the accounts we've moved the growth gross margins across the group from 27% in 2021 to now 42% in 2022, uh, reflecting that sales mix shift. There's also been, um, there were cost measures taken in 2022 where we, we removed about a million pounds worth of um, costs from the group, which has been sustained in the results, which has enabled us to report uh, EBITDA profits now in three consecutive six month periods. And these profits are coming through at a much lower revenue base because of this uh, software and services mix. In terms of looking forward in the numbers, gross margins are expected to continue to rise as this as this benefit the transformation comes through, and it will continue to flow through into, into the performance at that lower revenue levels. As we add more revenue levels of this uh, sales mix, improved profitability at EBITAR and operating margin will come through in the, uh, in the numbers. Of course. Uh, just looking at the working capital, how has the position changed and what capacity do you have in the balance sheet? Yeah, th- thanks, Joel. So in, in 2022, the, we took um, we took action to uh, rationalise our, our property portfolio. As we moved to this software and services uh, transformation in, in the business, the, um, the freehold space wasn't being uh, fully utilised. So we took the action to take our head uh, to sale our headquarters in uh, Cheltenham, UK. That's rationalised us from about 60,000 square feet to 30,000 square feet. So we still have in the balance sheet three million pounds worth of freehold property in the UK. But in doing so, it brought 2.1 million of cash uh, into the group. What that's enabled us to do in the year is materially improve our net debt position throughout 2022. 
we closed 2021 with an overdraft of uh, circa three and a half million, reducing down to 0.4 million at the end of 22, and actually into a net cash position in uh, the beginning of Q2 2023. This has enabled us to make the acquisition of uh, track access production, which Phil has mentioned, and we've been able to fund this entirely from working capital due to the strength and balance sheet. Great progress made. Um, as we look towards 2023, Phil, and beyond, what should people expect from Pennant? Great question, Giles. And sat here today, I'm feeling pretty optimistic about what the next period will bring. Uh, as outlined in the uh, Resorts RNS, we have an order book of about £25 million at year end, of which about £13.3 million was contracted for 2023. Since that was published, we've secured about 1.2 million of work that will be delivered in the year. So we're currently on a run rate of about 14 and a half million versus a market expectation of 16.6. Uh, but you also note that alongside that contract wins and the acquisition, the analyst have done a, has performed a retail upgrade, first upgrade in seven years on pennant, and the current year results have been upgraded to 1.3 million EBITDA with an upgrade to 2024 of 1.6 million EBITDA. Uh, so from a financial perspective, the current year is shaping up nicely and the forecast period beyond 23 is looking good. Beyond that, what we're trying to do, Charles, well, having made a post-period acquisition, it's still very much within our strategy to add scale, expand our partnership and look to add complementary businesses into Pennant Group. So that's one area. Secondly, you know, the successful launch and cementing of our new Gen S product and our IPS suite. For those who don't know, we're launching the version two of our Gen, Gen S product in May this year. That's a significant investment by the group to bring the software suite for the integrated products support business up into the modern times. And we're looking forward to see the organic growth that comes off the back of that investment. So I surmise the saying really, momentum is with us. We've got a solid base for this year. We've got some good, good opportunities coming through both into organically and through potentially acquisitions. And we're well placed to uh, continue to move this momentum forward. That's great news. Okay. Talking to me today was Phil Walker, the CEO, and Michael Brinson, the CFO at Pennant International. Guys, thanks for joining us on Directors Talk today. Thanks, Charles. Thank, Thank you. you.